Good morning. We're glad that you are here to worship. Uh, welcome everyone. And for those who are watching on Zoom, we're glad that you are here as well. Um, let me first say happy Mother's Day to all of our moms and to all the spouses out there. Would you give a, and children, could you give a hand to the moms? I, uh, I'm going to get in trouble for this, but <clears throat> so what else is new? Um, I told my wife uh, that today's Mother's Day, that she didn't need to do any of the laundry, any of the cooking, that she can wait until tomorrow. <clears throat> she is not here, so don't tell her. Okay. Anyway, happy Mother's Day to all of our moms. Um, you are so special <clears throat> a couple of announcements. Uh, we are going to need uh, two volunteers to share in the teaching for Children's Sunday School uh, beginning this summer, in, actually beginning in June. Uh, volunteers can choose between preschool and elementary class or junior-senior high class based on your comfort level. Uh, we, are, we do need child protection clearances. So if interested, please see Amy McKelvey or Amanda Strupp. Opportunities for service. Our SOS team, Stepping Out and Service team, has scheduled the following three dates <clears throat> for volunteers to help prepare for the free noon meal at the Lebanon County Christian Ministries. It's Saturday, June 25th from 9 to 1.30. July 29th from 9 to 1.30, and August 31st, 9 to 1.30. So four to six volunteers are needed, um, and this is at Lebanon. And so if you have any questions, um, please see Brenda Klazak or Janice, uh, Donna, Dawn, or Joanne. Base uh, softball has started. Uh, they're off to a good start. Um, they've won their two games. Uh, that's because I haven't shown up. So, 
as soon as I show up, then it's downhill. So, so far they're doing really well. Um, and then coming up um, May, May 9th, right? Uh, you have a home game uh, that's at uh, Community. So come out and cheer them on. Um, don't forget, we have the free bees clothing giveaway uh, May 21st from 9 to 4, uh, which is a Saturday. Uh, so cookies and coffee and punch will be f- provided. So there are sign-up sheets out um, on the bulletin board. So please, uh, we do need help uh, to sort through clothing uh, also and also to help on that Saturday. So um, please come out. Also, uh, we did make this announcement. We want to uh, be sure that everyone knows that Pastor Jeff and Vicki Stansberry will be coming as uh, Jeff's coming as the new pastor starting July 1st. So please keep all of us in prayer as we go through this transition. And the other, I have to go to my... The other is a cold church conference meeting. Uh, This is June the 5th. Uh, We're going to be talking about spending uh, money to fix um, the portion of the roof and uh, the structure in the hallway here. And so please uh, come out because we need actually a vote for the entire church because it's going to be over... Uh, $10,000, so please come out. We'll have more information there. Uh, Any other announcements? Okay, let us go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the blessings that you've given to us, and Lord, we thank you for moms. And so, Lord, today, everything that we do, everything that we say, everything that we pray, everything that we sing... We'll praise and honor you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. If you'll stand with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
to this time of prayer, we would um, like to give you um, one update. Uh, Joyce Carroll um, is recovering well. Uh, She's finally gotten into a uh, private room and is getting rest, and and the rehab is doing well. Um, And so keep Joyce uh, and Sam in your prayers. Any other Prayer concerns, if you have them, raise your hand. We also want to thank all the moms. Any other? Oh. Yes, sir. Just want to thank everybody for their prayers. My wife, Chris, she went through the eye operation on Thursday. 
to reattach the other implant that got knocked out of position. It was a very long operation. Now she's on for a long, very long recovery. Thank you. Well, we're glad that uh, Chris's surgery went well and praying for that uh, recovery as well. Any other prayer concerns or praises? Then let's go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, today we celebrate. We celebrate moms. And Lord, we know that there are not perfect, but they're pretty close. And Lord, we lift up those who have lost their moms. Lord, we pray for those who maybe did not have a good relationship with their mom. But Lord, in all of this, because of moms, we are here. And so, Lord, bring healing to those who are hurting, those who are far away from their moms, those who are struggling with forgiveness. Lord, as parents, we are not perfect, but we serve a perfect God. So Lord, as we celebrate today, we also remember who has taught us. We remember it is you, the creator of the universe, Through your Son and Holy Spirit, you have taught us your ways. So forgive us when we have strayed. You have had great patience with us. And Lord, we have tried you again and again. And Lord, we return now to say, Lord, we are sorry and help us. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, so that we can serve you. So Lord, we pray for those who are recovering from surgery. We lift up those who are going through rehab. We pray for the caregivers. Lord, we lift up those who are far away from their loved ones today. Lord, we just ask now that you would guide us through through the power of the Holy Spirit that you continue to have your mercy upon us. Lord, help us turn to you. Lord, we pray that the Holy Spirit will work in the minds of those around the world to soften their hearts, their minds, so that they would come to know you and experience the joy that we have. So Lord, hear our prayers. Hear the things that are in the silence of our hearts. Hear our praises. And Lord, we lift all of this up to you and pray in your son's most holy name. Amen.
I'll be reading from Psalm 78, verses 5 through 8. For he issued his laws to Jacob. He gave his instructions to Israel. He commanded our ancestors to teach them to our, their children, so the next generation might know them, even the children not yet born, and they in turn will teach their own children. So each generation should set its hope anew on God, not forgetting his glorious miracles and obeying his commands. Then they will not be like their ancestors, stubborn, rebellious, and unfaithful, refusing to give their hearts to God. So today's um, it's Mother's Day, and I was going through this passage, and as I was preparing it, um, a lot of th- a lot of things were going through my head because I haven't been with my mom, and um, it's it's always kind of hard doing a Mother's Day sermon because I'm not a mom, but how I miss my mom, and I wanted to say a special thank you to Georgine uh, for giving me a hug today, Uh, because I said, my mom's not here, and you're kind of like my second mom, and you're about the same height, so it it felt good, and and thank you, and I told Georgine, when I last visited my mom, and I had shaved my mustache and beard, and I said, I'm growing it back, and she's like, I don't want you to. And I'm like, Mom, what are you going to do? You can't get out of the bed. You know, I can, I can outrun you. And she said, all I have to do is say, Charles Allen, come here. And so Georgine goes, yes, I do that with David. David Allen, come here. And yes, we... I'm still not sure about Jeff. You say that about Jeff, but I'm... David, I... Anyway. So this Mother's Day... There are some of us who have uh, difficulty, and either your mother's far away, or maybe this is the first time uh, to have Mother's Day without your mom, or maybe you didn't have a good relationship with your mom. But at some point, there was some woman in your life that actually helped you along, And according to a Barner report, that six out of ten practicing Christians in the U.S. came to faith because of their moms. So today it's about moms and dads and aunts and uncles and men and women of faith to teach children the ways of the Lord. Now in our verse today, in our scripture today, Psalm 78, I was looking through this and realized how God was actually trying to teach the Israelites his ways. And you know that they had trouble listening. If you read all of Psalm 78, you would see how 
patient God really is with the Israelites. But there was a time to discipline them, and they did. And God did. They kept sinning against him, rebelling against the Most High in the desert. And in spite of all of this, that they were seeing how God was taking care of them, they still rebelled, they still sinned. And then as things turned, they immediately turned back to God, and they knew that God was their rock, the God most high. They began to worship, but then it was basically lip service, as Psalm 78 says. And yet he was merciful. In 38 it says, Yet he was merciful and forgave their sins and did not destroy them all. Many times he held back his anger and did not unleash his fury. How many times have we tested our mom's or dad's patience? I remember growing up and... and Mom would say no. And so I did what my children did. Well, if mom says no, I will go ask dad. Now, understand that if mom said no, and dad said yes, and dad found out that mom had said no, guess who's in trouble? It would be mom. No, it was me. Because my children tried that before. Well, mom, they wouldn't tell me Kathy's answer, and then I would find out, and then they would get in trouble. How many times did I test my mom or my dad? And how many times have my children tested Kathy or or myself? And yet we forgave them. It all comes down to instruction. We are to teach children the ways of the Lord. On Easter Sunday, I got to be a part of the children's Sunday school lesson. And I, I was so impressed with the children, the answers that they were giving. We, we did the, the eggs where in each of the eggs we had a, um, a little symbol talking about Holy Week, and I was so impressed with our children who were naming it, and one in particular was James. Every time I would ask a question, James had this incredible smile on his face, like, just like that, and he was able to share. And I told Logan afterwards, I'm like, oh my goodness, he knows the story of Christ, and so does the rest of our children. Because if we don't teach them Who's who's going to? It says in Scripture, so the next, he commanded our ancestors to teach them to their children all of the instructions so that the next generation might know them, even the children not yet born, And in turn, they will teach their own children. So each generation should set its hope anew on God, not forgetting his glorious miracles 
and obeying his commands, then they will not be like their ancestors, stubborn, rebellious, and unfaithful. I am so glad we are no longer stubborn or rebellious or unfaithful. I have not been stubborn the whole 45 minutes I've been in this room. I was rebellious, actually, I was rebellious earlier today. Have, have, have you gone today without sinning? And yet, God is still there loving us, being merciful to us. What's going to happen to our next generation? It is so important to start teaching the ways of God through love. The reason why I had mentioned James today is that the answer that he gave me was with a smile on his face. How many times, if we share the story of Jesus or sharing the gospel, shouldn't it be with joy in our hearts? Or do, or do we do it kind of solemn and not with not much heart? Sometimes it, we do need to be serious. But it, it is so good to hear a story from a child's perspective And one day, yeah, he, he's going to, he's already starting to preach, isn't he? Yep. Sometimes I remember my mom, as she was trying to instruct me in the ways of being good. You see, my mom had a tough job. See, she wasn't, she was the middle child and kind of got overlooked growing up. And so she kind of had kind of a low self-esteem, but she made sure that my self-esteem was good. There were times that my mom stood in the way of my father when my father would get drunk. My mom protected me. My mom looked out for me. And I learned from my mom to be protective. I learned from my mom that if I went a week without calling her, that I would be in trouble. My children understand why I'm so protective of them because they know my mom. Any of your parents, well, especially moms, set you a curfew? Did you have a curfew in high school? Did anyone have a curfew? Am I the only one who had a curfew? You had a curfew the whole time? Quarter after nine. The 
Firehouse siren blew and you had to be home. Oh, you were a kid. I, I just thought Thelma told you to be in it. <laughs> I had to be in 10 o'clock school nights, 11 o'clock on weekdays on, or week, weekends unless I had a really good reason. And let me tell you, our children today will not know the hassle of not having a cell phone. That if you're running late, you better have found... Now, for children, I need to understand, there's something called a payphone. And in that payphone, you actually had to have quarters with you. And if you didn't have it and tried to go into a store, you had to buy something to get changed because they wouldn't... Anyway, you don't understand. And then you had to pray that they would answer. And you would tell them. And I remember the time that I came in after curfew. I was late by one minute. Guess who got grounded? Because I was trying to push the limit. My mom, even in college, I didn't have a curfew, but mom, if I was out, my mom would not go to bed until she heard the sliding door open and close. There was another woman in history that gets a lot of attention, yet she really didn't do much other than raise her boys. And the woman I'm talking about is Susanna Wesley. She was born January 20th, 1669. She never preached a sermon, never published a book, or founded a church, but yet Susanna Wesley is known to be the mother of Methodism. This example of faith and religious reverence set her children, John Wesley and Charles Wesley, to inspire them to become spiritual leaders within the Methodist Church. John became a preacher, and Charles Wesley wrote hymns. Susanna Wesley was not docile or weak. She was strong, she was organized, and she knew the importance of the gospel and its impact on the world. We would not have had Methodist part of our background if it hadn't been for Susanna Wesley. Children are influenced by parents. It's not a man's job or a woman's job to model the gospel. It's every parent's job. It's every aunt and uncle. It's every niece and nephew. It's every family member. It's every friend to show them the gospel. In fact, every child that comes into this church, either they're baptized or they're dedicated, they're our responsibility. That means we have to set the example for them as well. We have to model love and truth and grace. Paul writes in 2 Timothy, I remember your genuine faith, for you share the faith that first filled your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. 
And I know that same faith continues strong in you. That's why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. Also remember my grandmother, who was about the same height as my mom. Let me tell you, my grandmother, I have to tell you this story. You didn't mess with my grandmother. She was, a real, she was, she was small, but she was mighty, and she loved you, and you didn't mess with her grandchildren. There was a state trooper who felt the wrath of my grandmother. It was Thanksgiving weekend, and my grandmother drove to our older congregation a Buick Wildcat, which had a V8. My grandmother had a lead foot. My grandmother could barely see over the steering wheel. I'm I'm saying she was short, but she loved that car, and she would drive as fast as she could, and a state trooper made the mistake of pulling my grandmother over. And my grandmother led into him, how dare you stop me from seeing my grandchildren? The trooper was so taken back that he let her go. You didn't mess with her or her grandchildren. But she did love the Lord. And in her final days, she kept telling me about the gospel and praying for me. It is from my grandmother and my mom that I learned my faith. And in the end, I learned my father's fate as well, his faith. And I'm grateful. So now I have to do the same thing. I have to show love and compassion to my children. And starting next Saturday... I will have a step-granddaughter. And I will try to show the same love and condition that my grandparents showed me and my mom. So today, what are you going to do? You're a role model. Whether you're a mom or a dad or aunt or uncle, you are a role model. You are a member of this church, and so you have to go out and be that role model. And in doing so, you have to share the gospel. So you have to do it with your actions. You have to do it with your love and your grace. So that our children, our grandchildren, and the children that are not even born yet will know the wonderfulness of God. Amen? Let us pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you for grandmothers, for moms, for aunts, for the women in our lives who've taught us about you. But Lord, we also remember the dads, the grandparents, the uncles, and the men who have taught us about you. 
So, Lord, you've given us a challenge. As parents and as believers in you, we need to share the gospel. And you've given us the gifts to do that, the gifts that we have that are strong within us. You know exactly how to use our gifts for your purpose, and so, Lord, help us. Whether it's through words or actions, Lord, help us to share the gospel with everyone we meet so that our children, grandchildren, and generations to come will know you, to love you, and to share their love with their children. Lord, I ask for your protection over all the parents today. Continue to guide them. Continue to bless them. Lord, send us out with your joy in our hearts. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, as we leave here today, let us share the hope 
the peace, the love, and the joy that we have in you so that more generations will come to know you. In Christ's name we pray, and all of God's children said, Amen.